Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Good morning. Merry Christmas and happy holidays, DC sports fans. What's going on? How are you doing this Christmas morning, 2023? I'm Adam Epstein. This is AWOD's Christmas Miracle. And I am very proud to be back here once again, hosting on Christmas morning. Proud to be your live and local programming here in the nation's capital, DC Sports Radio 1067 The Fan. Got Max, one of the hardest working producers in the industry, back here on a Christmas morning. Merry Christmas, Max. How are you? Oh, boy, i got to put my mic up. How you doing, Awog? Good morning. I'm good, man. How old are you, Max? I'm 23 years old. Okay, so you're 23. So you were 17 back in 2016, 2017 when I did my first ever Christmas miracle. And I can't even remember if this is part three or part four. My mom thinks it's part <laughs> four, uh, so we'll go with that. But I remember my first Christmas show like it was yesterday, and I'll remember it for the rest of my life. I mean, it was my first big on-air opportunity in D.C., Nation's capital, my favorite sports teams. How could this go wrong, right? I'm going to talk about the Wiz. I'm going to rant about the Caps. I'm going to let my feelings be heard about the Washington Commanders skins at the time. I thought, man, this is going to go perfectly. This will be my opportunity to be a radio star. How could this go wrong? Well, you know what? I threw up 10 minutes before going on air. I don't usually get nervous. I don't usually get butterflies in my stomach. I'm not usually dealing with anxiety. But I'm not ashamed to admit, my first ever Christmas miracle, I got nervous right before the show. Oh, yeah. I had to run to the bathroom right before the show, run back, and start the show with my face bright red, <sighs> out of breath, not prepared to go on air. Heavy breathing, just drool, drool coming out yeah. of your mouth just everywhere. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was embarrassing. But it uh, went well, in my mind. I thought the downloads were crazy because we released it on the Junkie stream. And there you go. I personally, I think everyone wanted to see Awad fail, right? The Junk's punching bag with his own show. They wanted to see him fail. But uh, I thought it went well, and here we are back here, December 25th, 2023, for Awad's Christmas Miracle Part 4. And I do want to start the show by talking about what this opportunity means to host on Christmas because, look, I know a lot of people are already at their aunt's and uncle's house. They're already... You know, sitting around the Christmas tree right now opening up presents. But from my family growing up, there are a lot of people that I know that are on the road Christmas morning, right? So we celebrate Hanukkah. Uh, duh, we're the Epsteins, right? Uh, but we used to drive to Baltimore to be with my step-grandfather and his family and celebrate Christmas with them growing up probably seven or eight times 
during my childhood, and we used to have such a blast. And I love the Christmas spirit, right? Being in a room full of people, all in a good mood, opening up presents, enjoying good food. It's so much fun. But I also know from my experience on the road that so many people are driving to their destination Christmas morning, so it's awesome to be here on the radio because I know being in this industry for almost 10 years now, for some reason, people remember what they were doing on holidays way more than regular days. I have people come up to me all the time, man, you made my July 4th, 2018 or something, talking about the Nats, blah, blah, blah. People remember holidays so well. Plus, there are a ton of sports to talk about here on the show today. Phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067. For years, for decades, for my entire lifetime, the NBA has dominated Christmas. It has. It's been the one sport that everybody watches on Christmas Day, right? I have vivid memories of John Wall behind the back. John Wall, 360 layups. Team wasn't very good, but we would beat the Knicks or someone on Christmas. The NBA was dominant on Christmas for years. This season, though, the king of sports, the NFL, has put their name on the naughty list as they will attempt to steal Christmas from the NBA. And you know what? I think you can call Roger Goodell the Grinch. I think they're going to steal Christmas. I, I really do. All right? I'm a diehard sports fan. Basketball is my favorite sport. I, college basketball, probably. But I watched Wizards game after Wizards game growing up. That's why that building, Capital One, Verizon Center, MCI, means so much to me. So NBA was always my first love when it comes to sports. But it has not been the same the last five or six years. I, I've been saying we're going to get a 400-point NBA game before 2025. It's going to happen. We've already broke 300. They're not playing any defense. The offense is getting better. They're shooting from deeper and deeper range. The NBA is not what it used to be. It's not as entertaining. In fact, I truly believe when it comes to the NBA, you can watch the first quarter. You can go out and about, have your day, come back for the fourth quarter. It's a completely different game. The team that might have been up 15 in the first might be down 15 in the fourth, and then they'll make it a game. Or maybe they won't. It'll be a blowout. You never know what's going to happen in the NBA. It's so frustrating. And so there are a ton of good games today in the NBA, right? It's their, it's their marquee matchup day with Christmas. They plan for this. Personally, I think they should have had the NBA in-season tournament have its semifinals or at least quarterfinals on Christmas, give people an extra reason to watch. But now we've got the NFL today. And we all love the NFL. And personally... I'm in my fantasy football semifinals. I'm going to watch these games with my phone out. I don't even care about the results in the NBA today. And there's three decent games. And it helps, in my opinion, that they're division rivalry games. So the first two, I'll be rooting for the Raiders for an upset. Kind of rooting against the Chiefs this year ever since Patrick Mahomes went nuts, went crazy about his own teammate being offsides. Like the refs really screwed him over. No, Kadarius Toney's whole foot was offsides. And then I'll be rooting for Tommy DeVito, the coolest store in the NFL, and the Giants to upset the Eagles. Love when Philadelphia sports lose. And then what a tasty dessert, right? No matter what you're doing on Christmas, maybe you're going out to hang out with family, go to church, you got to be home for that Ravens-Niners game. That is going to be the game of the week, the game of the season. Taewon certified game of the season. I think it might be a Super Bowl preview. The Ravens are playing incredible. Lamar's back to MVP form. Their defense hits hard and they blitz 
all night. It's why I love watching the Ravens defense, and I have for a long time. And they've been able to replace their stars with other stars. They're a great-ran organization. And then you've got the 49ers. And they've had so much success since Kyle Shanahan came over. And he has created an unbelievable offense where it feels like it's plug-and-play, right? They drafted Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy. Now he's at an MVP level, and their offense is insane. They're scoring in bunches, right? Remember the back to that Eagles game a couple weeks ago? I think Eagles were up like 10 nothing. 49ers scored five straight possessions. Touchdown, 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 touchdown. They're unstoppable. And then defensively, they've got one of the best playmakers in the NFL. And on the other side, they've got Chase Young. That's an interesting player to watch, if you ask me. And here's what I believe is going to happen with tonight's game. The MVP of the National Football League this season will be on the winner of this game tonight. All right? I've said this before. The MVP will be on the roster of the winning team. If the Ravens win, I think you you give it to Lamar Jackson. If the 49ers get a win tonight, it's up to the voters. It's either going to be Brock Purdy or Christian McCaffrey. I'd personally like it to be Christian McCaffrey. I just think he screams MVP. It feels like when he stays healthy, he's unstoppable because he's so quick. He can get to the outside and get seven or eight yards of carry. He's also strong enough to go up the middle. His ability to catch the ball out of the backfield uh, makes him like a Darren Sproles light, right? I mean, he's just, he can do it all on the football field, right? And uh, I think he's way better for that 49ers team than Brock Purdy, who I don't have a problem with Brock Purdy. I don't think he's an MVP. I, I think we've seen, you know, during that three-week stretch where they lost three straight games, he was not very good without McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. And that's just not my MVP for this NFL season. Phone lines are open throughout the show, 1-800-636-1067, 1-800-636-1067. Uh, like I, I said earlier, we celebrate Hanukkah, but I'd love to hear some of the Christmas traditions around D.C. here with the DMV. You're listening to AWOD Radio, AWOD's Christmas Miracle here on D.C. Sports Radio 1067. The fan, you could call in, tell me your Christmas tradition, one 800 636 1067. And then, of course, we will get into the Washington Commanders and their defeat to the New York Jets. I always like to start the show after a game on a misery Monday, as this is a misery Monday. How I'm feeling after that game. I'll tell you right now, I feel like we just wasted a whole season. What a waste. What a waste. I'll give me my opinions next. You're listening to AWOD on the fan. Don't go anywhere. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Good morning and happy holidays. Merry Christmas. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 1067 The Fan. And the phone lines are open throughout the show. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. How are you feeling about the Commanders after that game yesterday? Max, I, I hate to do this to you here on a Christmas morning, but after I, that game, after what I watched yesterday, I'm turning into the sports Grinch once again. Because what the hell? What did I watch yesterday? Yeah, it was the first bad. half was not NFL football. It looked like high schoolers. Yeah, I was getting some gift wrapping done, and I just kind of was listening in the background, and just it was really sad hearing uh, Spiro Didis just take pity on this team for about a half hour of football. It was abysmal. Yeah. How are you feeling after this game? 1-800-636-1067. Because I'm pissed off. I kind of feel like this whole season now was a waste. This whole season was a waste. This lame duck season with Ron Rivera was a wasted year. A wasted year of my money spent watching this team, going to bars and restaurants, watching the Commanders. Thank goodness I didn't go back to FedEx Field yet because it was a disaster, right? Think about this. What did we accomplish this season? We did not develop a quarterback. Now we've got an issue. We moved on from Sam Howell. You can't bench a guy twice in a row and expect him to come back and be a champion. So we didn't develop our quarterback. We did not get our defense back to an elite level. Defense is awful. Another game in a row where the defense gives up an easy touchdown, untouched, and then you know what? We're going to have another special teams disaster. And then we're going to give up a field goal at the end of the game. And I'm glad that happened because it helped our draft stock, but it was still embarrassing to watch. And this whole season has been filled with embarrassing losses after embarrassing losses after embarrassing losses. The home field still filled with the opposition. What did we gain from this season? What did we gain? Nothing. And, you know, I've blamed Ron Rivera a lot. And I don't like Ron Rivera, and I can't wait for him to be gone. I was hoping to wake up to news today that Ron Rivera turned in his key card. I've blamed Jack Del Rio. He was an issue. Players didn't want to play for him. His schemes seem to be back from the 90s. Defense is awful. They've been up and down the entire Del Rio tenure in Washington, but they officially hit rock bottom this season. And I've been so upset with the outcomes this season, right? I've lost it. As a fan, it's driving me crazy. We were 2-0. Now what, 4-11? 
And I blame Ron. I blame Del Rio. I blame the coaching staff. I blame the players. But you know who's ultimately to blame? It's Dan Snyder. It is. Because he dragged his feet and took forever to sell the franchise. Josh Harris had no opportunity to make a move this season, right? We should have been able to fire Ron Rivera after last season. Every other organization in football would have done that. He failed to understand when the team was eliminated. Think about that for a second. Grant Polson goes, do you realize that you're eliminated because you lost the game? Oh, wait, that can, we're eliminated? No way. I thought I was going to be able to use Carson Wentz again next week. I thought I was going to be able to get a late-season win and get into the postseason. No, Ron, that's a fireball offense. You didn't understand when the team was eliminated. But Dan wasn't going to do it. He was out sailing on his yacht. So now we had to play another season with Ron Rivera. We didn't have the money to spend to really upgrade in free agency. And, oh, yeah, since Ron wasn't fired, Ron was still in charge of the draft. And he misfired on not one, not two, not three, but four draft picks. The top four picks haven't done anything positive this season. Really. So as much as I want to blame Ron, it's Dan Snyder's fault. He's out there sailing on his yacht. Dan is to blame for this entire wasted season. That's how I feel. I'm tired of giving all the blame to Ron Rivera. You got to go above him. And I don't want to blame Josh Harris yet because I understand holding on to Ron. Personally, I would have fired him after the Chicago game. Then I would have fired him after the first Giants game. Then I would have fired him after you lose to Tommy DeVito and he'd become the laughingstock of the NFL. But Josh Harris sat on his hands. He said, you know what? We're going to be better next season. He released a statement, and I felt good about the statement. And then they had to fire someone with the debacle on Thanksgiving against the Cowboys. So it's Jack Del Rio who gets thrown under the bus. So Josh Harris doesn't want to fire Ron Rivera because it, it would become a circus. So he wants to hold on to Ron Rivera. And now Ron is making decisions that are going to hurt this team in the future. I told you guys on Saturday. I would not have benched Sam Howell. Certainly would have been, would not have benched him a second time because what did it do for us? Watching Jacoby Brissett go down the field for three scores and you gave your team a lead and nearly just threw away the third position in the draft for what? For a December victory that meant nothing when both teams are eliminated? It's so stupid. And now here we are. It's December 25th. There's still a few weeks to play. And I feel like we had a complete wasted season. We learned nothing. We didn't develop our quarterback. In fact, we're going to get back in the draft and try to find a new one. That's exactly what's going to happen. Sam Howell's career in Washington's probably cooked now. It's probably finished. I don't think I've seen a quarterback get benched twice in a row and then bounce back and lead that franchise in the future. It's lost. It's a lost season. We didn't learn anything. We didn't develop our quarterback. Our defense has now more holes than Swiss cheese. Special teams. Oh, we finally fired the long snapper. We should have done that two years ago. Now we're going to have to get a new one. Embarrassing losses after embarrassing losses. How are you feeling after that game yesterday? 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Max, are you as pissed off as I am? Yeah, so I... On Saturday, you asked me if uh, Sam Howell deserves another year as the starting quarterback and if Eric Bieniemy should keep the job as the offensive coordinator. And I said, 
Yes. I have kind of changed my tune. I think uh, Sam, I, he definitely shouldn't go into the next year as the anointed QB1 like he did last year. Yeah. I am a real strong proponent as if we finish in the top five or top three, uh, Jaden Daniels is is probably where I'm looking. Like I'm a big fan of Joe Alt and Olu Fashanu as well, so those two guys are definitely on at the top of my board. But quarterback competition is is it breeds talent, and I think Sam might be able to do something with it. But we still got to fix the O line in the off season. It, it's going to be a long process. It's not going to be a one year fix. Right, and this is it's just the same issue over and over again for the Commanders, where there's too many issues to solve in one off season. That's what it feels like to me, right? Because we need to draft offensive linemen. We, we need to get more weapons on the outside. We need to get a star tight end. But we don't have our quarterback. We don't have our quarterback. We don't have our offensive line. And we've got a ton of holes on the defensive side of the ball. Right? It, we were trending, in my mind, we were trending towards being a playoff team this year or next year. Now it feels like that's two or three years away. Because we wasted one entire season. There's 17 games every single year. We wasted this 17 in 2023 and 2024. If you want to chime in, phone lines are open. 1-800-636-1067. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on a Christmas morning. It's AWOD's Christmas Miracle, part four on The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Merry Christmas, Washington, D.C. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD's Christmas Miracle here on DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. Always available on the go on the free Odyssey app. And you can always tweet us your thoughts throughout the show at 106.7 The Fan or at AWOD Radio. And uh, Hoyas fan tweets me. He might call in. Fully caffeinated says, I'm still upset. They almost handed back the number four pick yesterday. We learned Riverboat Ron Ain't the guy. Riley gets siced. He's listening. JFC says Merry Christmas. Appreciate everybody chiming in. You can always tweet us your thoughts. If it's a good tweet, we'll read it on air. And the phone lines are open. 1-800-636-1067. What did we learn from the Commanders this season? Let's go to uh, line four. Bobby, you're on the fan. What's up, Bobby? Hey, man. Merry Christmas. 
And I, I got to say, I've never uh, agreed more with a uh, commentary on this team than what you just said. Of course, can, I guess uh, great minds must think alike. That's all I know. But <laughs> <laughs> seriously, I think you, you hit every point. It was it seems to me logical, and the uh, progression from uh, what Snyder has done to the team and then how it uh, uh, didn't get the trade, uh, excuse me, the sale didn't get done as soon as it should have, and everything has just made this one big cluster this year, and it's just uh, unreal. And they keep Rivera around very much longer, it's the cancel will just spread. I'm afraid. I think it's going to have to be a scorched earth policy with uh, all the staff at the end of the season. If they find somebody they want to hire back, fine. But everybody gets fired, then. Okay, we're going to go with – if you want to apply for your job back, that's fine. But we're going to interview other candidates. I don't, I think that's what a lot of businesses do at times, and that's what we need to do. And I'm hoping, which I'm getting to wonder now, whether basically the ownership had already gotten it set up, who's going to take over and who's going to be the general manager and all that. But now I'm beginning to wonder if they've gotten – thinking that far ahead, and I guess there's some tampering stuff going on could be said if on some of it, but that's my comment on it, man, and yeah. Merry Christmas again. Merry Christmas, Bobby. I appreciate you chiming in. I mean, isn't it, isn't it wild, Max, that we went from, oh, Dan Snyder selling the franchise, this is as good as the Super Bowl, to, well, Dan Snyder also wasted an entire season for us because he kept holding on for 6.03, 6.04, oh, $6.05 billion. This is absolutely by design from Dan. Like it's unquestionable. Yeah. He knew like cuz I had had dreams about him selling a team once the news <laughs> was going to come out and yeah. I could envision myself reading the text and then just turning into a puddle and just an absolute emotional mess. He stole that from me when he decided to drag this thing out as long as possible because there were like yeah. four times where we were like, "Oh, the team sold. Up, oh, the team sold." And right. it just <laughs> never happened. Yeah, it took forever. And by the time we eventually had the burgundy and sold party, it was basically preseason, you know? So it was too late for Josh Harris to really do anything, to make an impact. What did we learn from the Commanders this season? Let's go to uh, Chris on I-95. What's up, Chris? Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas to you, too. How are you doing today? I'm good, man. What did we learn from the Commanders season? Well, I am a, I am not a proponent uh Rivera either just like you um he's his coaching his ability to make halftime um changes to see what's coming I think I've always been poor I think that we learned that through the four years that he's been here his selection of draft picks is poor yeah um I think his talent evaluator is is, is poor I mean we have um uh, a wide receiver that is not even with the team again that was a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. We have a cornerback that's a first-round pick that's not even playing. So I think that we've we've we got a Christmas present yesterday with that field goal. To be honest with you, no, it, we did. It we may did. give us that third. <laughs> it may give us that third pick. Yeah. Now we need someone can make a decision. Do we start to build those offensive D-lines? Like if you look at the other successful teams, the Philadelphia Eagles, you look at the, you know, the Kansas City, you look at the Baltimore Ravens, 
great defensive lines, great offensive lines, you know. They can run the ball. They can pass the ball. We've got to either come up with a strategy. Are we going to build this team similar like maybe the the Cowboys built them a couple years ago when they drafted for two, three years in a row, big offensive linemen, and they stuffed the ball, you know, for years to come. So I think that we really need to get somebody in there that can evaluate talent and really have a good draft. If you look at our draft grades the last three or four years while Rivera's been in charge, they're horrible. Yeah, They're horrible. You know, Riverboat Ron rolls the dice too many times, and, and he <laughs> does it on his draft choices too. Yeah. I, I, I'm glad that um, – I'm glad that he took a beating this year in a way. Um, I hate it being, you know, a competitive ex-athlete, but it is what it is. And I'm just I'm optimistic about going forward. Um, I'm optimistic that he's gone, and I, I know he's going to be gone. I think yeah. we all I love the positivity, um, man. Good call. I appreciate you chiming in. And you made some really good points. I think what we learned, we can definitely say, is we can never, never, ever, ever give someone as much power as Ron Rivera got, right? Ron was the commander-in-chief in Washington. He had controlled everything, and he slowly ruined the franchise with bad draft picks, missed free agents, and this terrible quarterback situation that we now have going on in Washington. It's all Ron Rivera. And why does Ron Rivera still have a job? Because Dan Snyder dragged his feet and took forever to sell the franchise. Let's go to Willie in Germantown. Willie, you're on the fan with AWOD. What's up, buddy? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Merry Christmas to you guys. Um, my my observation is is what is like Ron Rivera is not in touch with what's going on around him. He had a quarterback last year, and he waited to the Dallas game to to say, "Oh man, I I should have played him." Yeah. Then he anoint that guy and go get Brissett, and Brissett has shown him how undeveloped this guy is. You know, and then we got Eric the enemy who's just stuck in the mud when it comes to third and one or fourth and one. He wanted to throw the ball instead of just punching it in and, and running. Okay, okay, if you get stopped, at least we, you know, everybody can agree we should have ran it, ran the ball. But, you know, it's just, I mean, I really, really want to see them really clean house. As much as I would say Eric the enemy uh, deserve a chance, but not in Washington. Let them go somewhere else. Yeah, uh, especially if he's teamed up with me. Ron. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Good call. I, I, here's the thing about Ron Rivera, in my opinion. So it's just every little move he does, it's just a little move to keep his job, right? He anointed Sam Howell as QB1 after one performance last year, final week of the regular season against the Cowboys. Did they really care about winning that game? It looked like the Eagles had the division wrapped up. Did they really try hard? You know, he was 11 of 19. It's not like he had 500 yards passing, right? He was okay. But then Ron anointed him QB1 to keep his job in the offseason. Then he went out and hired Eric Bieniemy. Oh, I got the best offensive mind in football to keep his job. And then when everything went wrong, he fired Jack Del Rio to keep his job. Every little thing he does is a little power move to keep his job. That's what he does, right? He's desperate to stay here in Washington because I don't think he's getting another job in the NFL. I don't think he – even if he took three steps back, who's hiring Ron Rivera as the linebacker coach right now? Right? I don't think anybody is. Back to the phone lines, 1-800-636-1067. You're listening to AWOD's Christmas Miracle on the Fan. We've got D. Woods in D.C. What's going on, D? Hey, what's up, AWOD? How are you today? 
I'm, I'm good, man. Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, happy holidays in your case. I appreciate it, though. Yeah. I'm, so what's going I'm, on, man? I'm what did we you... learn from the Commanders this season? Oh, what we learned from the Commanders is that, of course, Sam Howell isn't the guy. We also learned that even though we have a new ownership group, they still aren't great at decision-making, right? I know that you, somebody just brought it up, and you were talking about it too, about having uh, anointing Sam Howell after one game last year. We, The ownership group did the same thing by saying that they wouldn't fire Ron Rivera until the end of the season. He should have been gone at halftime yesterday. <laughs> I know. I know. It's frustrating. That's why I've been saying that this whole season was a waste. It feels like a total waste to me. You, you know, the, the, the miserable part of the season is that we all started out with such high hopes. And now look at us, uh, week 16, and we have fans, uh, uh, some of which I might be talking to right now, that are begging for losses instead of winning. Um, the, I, am, I am happy that they showed some grit and tried to fight it out yesterday. That's the only saving grace of yesterday's game. Now, you, I, I like the way you mentioned that, right? Jacoby Brissett comes in, all of a sudden the offense has a, a jolt of energy, and now you know they're moving down the field and, and they're scoring. But how does that help us here, right? Because, like you just said, Sam Howell's not the guy. Are we all convinced Sam Howell's not the guy? Are you going to have three QBs on the roster next year? You might have to decide between Jacoby and Sam Howell now. I think I think no matter what, you keep three quarterbacks uh, because I, I I know going in whoever they pick isn't going to be ready to start. And I was thinking about that before I called. Can you can you believe that we were amazed at, at the way to go Jacoby Brissett played yesterday, and he only had a hundred yards. It wasn't like he had some masterful game, but he at least had some tempo and ball movement. So I think it's going to be Jacoby next year either way uh, because you can't hand the keys back to Sam after the way he's played. Yeah. D, I appreciate you calling in, man. Final thoughts? Final thoughts. Uh, I think that Christmas should no longer be a national holiday and places should open after 5 p.m. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's People a crazy day. Families, man. It's just the truth. Open up, open up bars, open up restaurants, open up the bowling alley, open up whatever. <laughs> 5 p.m. every Christmas. Uh, hey, I'm, I know I'm going to have some damn good Chinese food later, so they'll be open for me. <laughs> I'll, I'll meet you there. <laughs> All right, D. Appreciate you calling in. Let's go to Derek in D.C. Derek, you're on the fan with AWOD. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Listen, I'm, I'm I good. that game yesterday, and what I learned – Wrong has set us back for the foreseeable future. We're going to be sorry for the rest of this decade. It's not going to be no worse than first. From, from now to 2030, we won't be contenders until 2035. So, Long Derek, Derek, I tend to agree with you that Ron has set this team back. Explain me in detail why you think he set us back. Because he didn't – the offensive line situation is the first thing. From Trent Williams to all the linemen we let go, they're all doing good with other teams or playoff teams. He handpicked that line this year. He handpicked it. And that failed miserably. So he set us back a while. So we got to get lined. We, we need we need fifty three a new fifty three man roster, and that takes <laughs> three to four years to to rebuild. So we won't be contenders. We won't be contenders none this decade, and we won't be contenders until two thousand thirty five. I'm DC super fan. You hold on, Derek. First. Hold on, Derek. Though I I, I I agree with you that he set us back here, but we really need a new fifty three. What about guys that were on the roster before he got here? Terry McLaurin, and Jonathan Allen. Are you throwing them away? What, what, what I, the body language is what I saw. The body language tells me different when I go to these games. And I'm saying, 
when, when, when Howell's in there, they're like looking at him like, you're not throwing us the ball, guy. When Brissett gets in there, it's a whole different thing. When you got 53 guys like that, you got to get rid of everybody. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, the truth hurts. I know it don't sound good, but it hurts. But we, we won't be contenders until 2035. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> now you sound like the sports Grinch. <laughs> yeah, okay. Blah, blah, humble. I'm just being honest, baby. I'm just being Merry Christmas to you, baby. I'm just being honest, baby. I love it. Good call, Derek. Thanks for chiming in. Let's go to Andre in Upper Marlboro. What's up, Andre? How you doing, guys? You know, Merry Christmas to everyone. I just yeah. wanted to make a comment, you know, and try to educate the people who don't have any football IQ or they see it's the final score, wins and losses, and that's what they make their opinion of. But okay. tell me, how did Brissett look the past two games? I thought he's looked terrific. Great. Yeah, I thought he's exactly. looked terrific. And who offense was he running in those past two games? Eric Bieniemy. Hey, I'm an Eric Bieniemy fan. I, I, I wanted, I wanted him to be the head coach five or six weeks ago. I'm not the one putting exactly. EB down, but I am, I am discouraged with the way Sam Howell looked. Like, it, it's, it shouldn't be night and day between one quarterback and another running the same offense. Yeah, but look at Sam Howell's uh, NFL resume and Kobe Brissett NFL. One have experience and one doesn't. Brissett know how to handle a bad offensive line and get rid of the ball quick. Sam Howell is still learning. So Sam Howell's the type of quarterback who needs to sit for two or three years and learn and let Kobe Brissett run um, the offense from here on out for the next two or three years because he already proven what he could do with the offense. And the clueless people that's calling in and trashing the enemy can't see what Brissett just did. No, but how many how many wins do you think he gets us? Like, Jacoby Brissett starts week one, and he carries this team. What, what position are we in right now? How many wins? Well, that's a matter of opinion. But me, based on what I saw, not what I'm guessing, what I saw, we'd be in the playoffs mm. with Brissett easily because no one is consistent in the, in, in the NFC right now. They're good for two weeks and then bad the next two or three weeks like Philly and Dallas. They net dominant, so we can. I can easily see us being the best team and winning the division with Brissett and uh, uh, some decent pieces of an offensive line. Because Brissett doing it with a terrible offensive line, he looked almost unstoppable running the enemy's offense. And the people that say who don't see that, I don't need to talk to because they just stupid. They just uh-huh. going off the final score. They don't see the intangibles in the game. Brissett looked great. The past two games. How can people not see that? No, you're right. You're right. You're right, man. And I appreciate you calling in and giving your opinion. I I will say, though, I I need to see Jacoby Brissett for an entire game to feel like he's going to lead us to the playoffs. I mean, these last two games here, he's going up against a defense here that's playing with a three-score lead. I mean, it's like when you play basketball growing up, if you're up by 30, you're not going to get back on defense. You're going to come down the court and chuck up a three. So I just don't know if he would have had that type of performance in the first quarter the way he did in the fourth when he's playing against a team that, you know, they're playing prevent defense. So it's different. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But is it his fault they didn't play him the whole game? So we're no. going to put, penalize Percent for that. For, so just walking in there unannounced and playing the full game. Well, he got to no. let the so, coach. Uh, so Andre, uh, your vote. So your vote for next season, even if we have the third overall pick, is keep the enemy, keep Jacoby Brissett, draft offensive line. Yeah. 
Yes, in defense, we need a fat run stop because Payne, <laughs> I mean, that Payne, Payne, keep Payne, but Allen needs to be traded because he gave great interviews, but he stuck on the field. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nobody's stuck for the runner. He gave great interviews and talked tough. But when he get on the field, he get blasted. Who stopped the runs? Have we stopped the runs? We're last in the NFL of stopping the runs. Yeah. And first in the NFL of talking tough and giving good interviews. <laughs> Miss me with Allen. Allen can go and talk tough with someone else. We need a 340-pound fat run stopper to help Payne out because Allen just, he just all talk. Because yeah. I'm watching him the past couple of years. He ain't stopping the run. When you put a microphone in his face, you, you sound like a world beater. <laughs> when you put shoulder pads and helmet on him, he disappear and they run all over him. Yeah. Good call, Andre. I appreciate you chiming in. We got to keep it running here. Let's go to Bones. Bones in Southeast D.C. What's up, Bones? Hey, good morning. Happy holidays to you, my brother. Uh, appreciate you for taking my call. Uh, man, um, I'm with you, right? You know, uh, Ron has sabotaged this organization, man, the whole time since he's been here. And he, he has not had an impactful draft pick or he has not had an impactful free agent signing since he's been here, man. And uh, the fact, you know, and then, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I hear and feel everybody in reference to Sam Howell, right? You know, but I'm going to be a little more sympathetic, man. You know, I think Eric the enemy, man, didn't, you know, really call the, no, the, the, the proper plays to protect this guy because mm -hmm. the offensive line is atrocious, man, you know. And I'm saying to drop him back on them five, seven-step dropbacks, man, was like, you know, you, you put him out the pass. You put him out the pass, man, you know. And then the fact that, you know, he couldn't make the proper adjustments, man. Sam Howe was more conducive on the run, you know what I mean, as opposed to sitting back in the pocket, man, because he clearly is not going to release that ball. He can't let the ball go. He keep holding on to the ball because he's under pressure, you understand? I'm talking about his own peer pressure by trying to try. He keep trying to make a play. He keep trying to make a play to prove that he belongs in this league, right? And that worked against him, man, you know? And they couldn't see that, man, you know? So, man, uh, Earth the Enemy, you called too many passing plays for this guy, man. They should have established this team, the offense, on a run offense, man. You should have been, you know, you had. You got Gibson, you had Rodriguez, you had uh, 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 B-Rob. You know, y'all should have used them guys to protect that quarterback, man. I wouldn't have cared if it was Brissett back there. You never protected the quarterback. He was throwing the ball 40, 50 times a game, man. And yeah. we didn't have a passing quarterback to do that, man. We ain't got no Mahomes back there, no Dak Prescott, you know, all them guys that be throwing 40, 50 times a game. We had a guy that was inexperienced. And y'all yeah. you know, just kept putting him out there, putting him out there. So, of course, he failed. Yeah, no, you you're know? right, man. You're right. I appreciate the, the passion and the energy. Good call, Bones. And you're right. That's It was frustrating this season to see Sam Howell drop back as much as he did. I would argue – I'm tired of seeing them run on first down with this offensive line because it's second and 11 almost every single time, right? So I would I would throw two. I, I think they could have done more of the 
um, the throws that are really quick, that are basically an extension of the run game. Oh, quick screen to Curtis Samuel, quick screen to this, you know, more end arounds. I think the offense could have been more creative uh, with the running calls, but it comes down to this offensive line. Who picked this offensive line? Ron Rivera. And why does Ron Rivera still have a job? Because Dan Snyder dragged his feet. That's my opinion. If you want to chime in, phone lines are open. 1-800-636-1067. You're listening to AWOD's Christmas Miracle on the Fan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.